Blog Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Françoise Robertson, and this is Don't Get Me Started, a live call-in show with the fabulous Linda Darlow. Linda has 50-plus years in show business, and if people want chocolate bars, I'd say Linda was an O'Henry. Sweet and salty, crunchy on the outside, and soft on the inside. And without further ado, here's Linda. <laughs> Hello out there, and welcome to Episode 4. Uh, Take Charge, Part 1. This particular episode is going to be Take Charge of Your Acting. And uh, it's probably going to take a few episodes to get through all the different sections of Take Charge. Take Charge of Your Auditions. Take Charge of the Room, if we ever get back into one. Take Charge of Your Career. And Take Charge of Your Life. Uh, We are a live call-in show, so if you have a showbiz question, please feel free to call us now, anytime in the next hour, at 1-845-277-9218. It is a long-distance number, so charges may apply, and that's all I have to say about that. Okay, uh, let's get to work. I have um, a question that was submitted uh, by email that um, I'm actually going to answer now because um, it really does have to do with taking charge. Um, it's from Gabby. And uh, here's my question for the show. It's a bit of a long multi-part one. I have to read this whole thing as an example of something. I hope you don't mind, Gabby. Um, Here's his question. Sometimes I get that feeling of being more upset that an audition request has come in because it's taking my time away from other things rather than grateful to get an audition. Is that a sign to consider moving on? Or if it's been um, multiple years of not booking, is that the universe saying move on? If you're even asking that question, does it mean you've already made the decision? On the other side, if this is still his question, on the other side, if you've settled on the idea that maybe you're not going to have a career as an actor, but still like it as a hobby, um, maybe you're not putting a lot of effort in and doing the minimum, but don't really want to stop auditioning. Are you wasting other people's time, including your agents? Should you be concerned if you book something that you're taking the job away from someone who is more serious about pursuing it as a career? Or is all of this overthinking and it's my life, so who cares? Uh, Anyway, I know it's not the clearest question, but I suspect you'll know what I'm getting at. (laughs) Thank you, Gabby. That's his question. Here's my answer. It's your life. Do what you want. That's it. Do what you want. Stop overthinking. (laughs) Really, I think your question boiled down to, am I doing my career right? There is no right. There aren't any rules. It's that kind of business. Sorry. But, uh, that's how it goes. So it's your life. You can do it any way you want to. 
That's my take. There are a few things I think you need to be aware of to do that. I think you need to be clear and take charge of how you want to do it. Um, Commit to it. Be responsible for doing it that way. Take charge of how you want to do it and stand behind that. And then move forward with your plan and don't look back. Or ever question your decision again until it stops working for you. Then then you can pick another way and take charge of that way. There's nothing's written in stone. There's nothing you need to follow. So yeah, just go for it. I I think it's what he's describing in his question is really what a lot of this acting thing is about, which happens to be a mental game. And I think the first step in that mental game of acting also needs to be not only deciding how you want to do it, but also believing in yourself. I happen to be uh, on my eighth season of RuPaul's Drag Race show and I've been binge watching so uh, he says uh, she says something in the show uh, every episode that uh, I think applies here only I'm going to change a couple of words and RuPaul always says at the end of her show if you don't believe in yourself how the hell is anybody else going to believe in you can I get an amen up in here so uh, I think you need to believe in yourself. She says love, but I'm changing that to believe in yourself. Um, I think you also need to believe and be conscious of what assets you have. Uh, and that uh, you need to sell your assets, not your liabilities. Uh, We spend a lot of time thinking about what there is to correct in our performing, um, and I think that's valuable. But ultimately, when you're pursuing the career and looking to work in the industry, you need to sell your assets and not think so much about what you need to fix. You will get there. You will do that. Um, And... One of the ways uh, is to, you really need to determine how you want to present those assets. Um, So it would certainly help to know what the assets are and what your strong qualities are. Uh, I don't think sometimes we can figure that out on our own. I think you should get help. I think you should ask your audience. Talk to people who know you. Get feedback from people. Um, Don't ask them what's wrong with you. People are happy to tell you that. Uh, But get people to tell you what works about you, what your assets are, what their perception is of you, what what your strengths are, and uh, what kinds of roles they see you playing. It will be an enormous help. And uh, the the other thing that must happen when you do that is 
you have to make whoever is giving you the feedback smarter than you. You actually have to believe them and not assume that they're just being nice because they know you. Um, Take them at their word about what they like about you. Uh, It'll help enormously. Uh, Each of us, I truly believe, is totally unique in our power, in our expression, in, in our belief system, our perceptions, how we've put it together. Each and every person is unique. And one of the things I use in all of my classes and also I used in my book uh, was Michael Shirtliff's definition of an audition um, that says it all. Uh, his definition is an audition is your unique self reacting to a remarkable situation in a unique way. It says it all. Each actor's way is a unique way. I know some, some teachers try to teach people that they have to do something weird. They have to do something catchy to get noticed. Um, I think what is catchy and unique is you being you. Nobody else can do that. Only you can be you. So um, I'm not sure it's wise to try to be like other actors or do what you think they are looking for in your acting. I think you need to use your unique self in the work and really commit to it. Um, you you can make actually not so great choices work really well if you commit. <laughs> it's a little trick. Um, but on the other hand, you can make really brilliant choices not work very well if you don't commit to them. So um, stand tall, make your choices, and commit to them. And listen to the feedback. Yeah? Um uh, feel free to call in if you have any questions uh, in this area. Our lines are open. We don't at the moment have any calls, do we? No, nope, not yet. Um, also, as far as uh, acting and going for uh, acting as a skill and a craft and a business and a career, I'm I'm actually now going to read uh, a section from my book um, because it's it's really important, uh, or I wouldn't have put it in my book. <laughs> my book, by the way, is Audition Craft for Film and TV. Um, you can find it on a link to uh, the the buying of it uh, on my website, which is lindadarlow.com. There's a link on there to purchase my book. And before I read from my book, I think we have a call. Okay. Hello, who's on the Good line? Afternoon. Good afternoon. Hi, can you hear me? I do. I can. And who am I speaking Bruce to? Picknell. Bruce Picknell. Hi, Bruce. Well, I've been led to Darlow's students from the past, uh, from uh, Performer Masteries. Yes, Bruce, I know you. How you doing? Yeah. 
Fine. What's your question? Just want to let you know. Oh, go, go, go ahead. You were, were saying something? Yeah, there's a delay on the line, Bruce. So give it a second between asking, okay? What's your question? Yeah, question is, um, do you think it's important for actors to have a good relation with uh, the casting director, the producer, and the uh, director when they're auditioning uh, for a part than, uh, say, an independent film, which I did today? Oh, good for you. Yay. Uh, <laughs> I hope it went well. Um, it went very well. As a matter of fact, they're uh, they're uh, doing more uh, auditions right now. But they did say uh, August the seventh uh, that they're going to be doing their their filming for an independent called the uh, the Beehive, and I'm playing a guy named Dave who's retired from uh, working at the mills and wants to pursue uh, farming, and uh, he's uh, Discovered something very unusual outside the building of, or the, the front uh, window of this uh, neighbor's yard. Anyway. Okay, hey Bruce, can you hear me? Absolutely. Um, yes. In answer to your question, you should have excellent relationships with mm-hmm. casting directors, your agent, producers, directors. Um, sometimes the game is about repeat business. And if you get along well with everyone and you're pretty easy to get along with and you take direction well and um, you're trying your very best and giving your very best at all times, um, that gets noticed. It gets noticed. And I know you're a great guy. And... um you just keep being you. Absolutely. Like and my, congratulations uh, on congratulations on your role. Yeah, haven't received it yet, but it's uh, it's certainly up in the air right now. But who knows? It sounds okay, very well, promising. I'm, think, I'm thinking yeah. positively. Same here. Same. And here. thanks for calling in. Absolutely, my pleasure. Okay, gotta go. Talk to you later. Okay. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I like this. Okay. Um, yeah. Part of your relationship with all of these people, though, I still maintain. Uh, you do not have to. I have to say it. Uh, you don't have to kiss ass. Um, you do just have to be you. Genuinely. And hopefully, you're loving this business, uh, and and you you're loving acting, so you're happy doing it, and can be yourself um, all the time with your agent. And there, you do not have to change yourself to be liked. You just don't. Um, so, uh, having said that, uh, I am going to read something from my book audition craft for film and TV. And it's, it has to do with the process of acting and doing it as opposed to the product of acting or the result that uh, you and I'm sure all of us want to create from going through the process. But 
I think it's really important to love the process. And here's why. It's chapter three, process versus product. Loving the process. In order to have a fulfilling career as an actor, you must love not only booking a job and creating the product, but also love the process of doing what it takes to get there. You're going to spend the majority of your time in the process and a minor amount of time creating product, unless you book a series. Good luck to all of you. Um, You should enjoy the entire process of being an actor with its ups and downs, highs and lows, stresses and insecurities. You also need to enjoy the hard work of it. The majority of the time will be spent studying, preparing, auditioning, and waiting to actually get a job. When you get the chance and have to deliver the product, then a new set of challenges and stresses show up anyway. So creating the product may take a day or two, depending on the size and role you booked, while the process to get there may have taken a year or longer. When the job is finished, guess what we get to do? It's time to start the process all over again. I personally find the most fun time for me is between booking a role and having to do the role. The rest of the time is just hard work. It's hard work getting a job and hard work doing the job. I happen to love hard work, so I love the process. If you think that being an actor is an easy way to get rich and famous, think again. There are much easier ways to make a good living. If you're in this business for the, for the glamour, talk to a successful actor. Occasionally, there might be a glamorous moment or a few perks. The majority of the time, especially for stars, it will be long hours and exhausting work. What if you spend years of your life in this business, hating the process, and then you don't succeed? What then? Have you spent precious years making sacrifices, being unhappy and unfulfilled with no product to show for it? Yes, you have. If you're happy, fulfilled, and consider yourself successful in the process, regardless of how much product you create, it doesn't matter if you make it or not. You've spent those years doing what you love doing, and you've survived. Making it is a relative term anyway. It depends on on what you determine it to mean. There's no guarantee that even if you achieve some level of success in this business, it will be the status quo. I think we have another call, so I'm going to stop reading and take the call. Hi, who's on the line? Hello, my name is uh, Vito. Vito? Vito Corleone. Uh, what's your question? Well, I've, I've got this, uh, my godson, Johnny Fontaine, he's, he's a very, very talented young man. He was supposed to have a part in a movie, big Hollywood movie, but uh, the producer, you know, he had a very beautiful girlfriend, and Johnny, you know, he likes the ladies, you know. So he uh, he scooped her, you know. And so the producer, he canned him. He won't let Johnny be in the movie no more. So uh, I'm just wondering, you know, should I should I do something? Should I come in on his behalf, make him an offer he couldn't refuse, maybe? 
I'm sorry. I'm finding this really amusing. Um, it depends on what kind of offer. You know what? There aren't any rules in this business. Uh, that's kind of my answer. There are a million Hollywood stories. I would recommend that you don't get arrested doing anything illegal. That's the only thing I can think of. But uh, where are you calling from? Uh, coming from, uh, well, you know, parts unknown. You know, I gotta be, gotta be careful. You know, I don't want anyone to know exactly <laughs> where I'm coming from. My son, he had a little bit of trouble, you know, with the local constabulary, and uh, so. Oh, but, already. But seriously. Seriously, uh, yes. Uh, what? Seriously, though, like if if uh, you know someone who really wants to get into the business. Should you let them do it on their own, or is it better to step in and, and maybe pull some strings, or should you just let them hammer away themselves? It depends on what kind of strings you're going to pull. So if if you feel as though you could perhaps get your get your godson in to see a particular casting director based on your work because maybe the agent's not doing good enough, that's okay to do. Is that, uh, is that okay? There are some people who build their own careers without agents, without casting directors. They find their own work. They're very dedicated, very disciplined. They spend a good chunk of every day pursuing their career. And so if someone can help someone out like that, uh, as I said, without going to jail, then um, why not? Nepotism works in this business, God knows. Uh, the good old boys club w works in this business. So, um, hey, you know what? <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay, Vito? <laughs> You know, I like that information very much. It's very helpful, and uh, you may have just saved a horse's life. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thank you very much for your wisdom. Okay, bye. <laughs> All righty. Well, that was very interesting. Actually, it turned out okay. No idea who that was. Um, I, I'm just going to go back to reading, but if anybody else wants to call in, hey, I'm game. And the phone lines are open. Call. This is going to be so much fun. Got to be entertaining, right? If nothing else. <laughs> that was cool. Um, okay. Um, so where was I? Uh, oh, um, there's no guarantee that even if you achieve some level of success in this business, it will be the status quo. Granted, if you establish a decent track record, it may get a little easier to find opportunities. But there is never any real job security unless you have Vito working for you. Uh, even if you book a regular role on a series that runs for seven years, seven years ends and you're right back in the process. 
There's always a chance that the series will be canceled or that your character is eliminated from the storyline. Having a role in a series or doing a big feature film doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get another one. That's why they say you're only as good as your last job. If you love the process of being a performer, none of those things matter, regardless of the outcome. You're happy to be in the process and creating product whenever you get a chance. So uh, maybe the four P's will help you determine if you're suited to this process. Then we can talk about creating product. Um, I call it the four P's, and this is still uh, me reading from my book. The four P's are passion, preparation, patience, and persistence, and veto. Um, If you can embrace these principles, you will love the process of acting. So passion is the force that will drive you in your career if you don't have veto. If you're not passionate about acting, you're probably not going to last long in this business. If you're not passionate, find another career and be an actor as a hobby. If you can take it or leave it, then leave it, please. If you're stricken with the acting disease and you're hopelessly addicted, well, then do it. Disease is actually a great word to associate with acting. Dis meaning away from, ease meaning comfort, easy. You have to be able to withstand a great deal of dis-ease as an actor. Being rejected, allowing yourself to be vulnerable, being criticized when you're most vulnerable, having no job security. If you're passionate about performing, it makes it much easier to put up with the dis-ease. So being passionate is one of the main requirements. Number two, preparation. It's all about training, studying, and being ready when the opportunities come along. You need to keep your skills sharp and your instrument tuned up by working out on a regular basis. This is really important. That was an aside. Back to my book. If you're not on a series or auditioning two or three times a week, even if you think you know everything there is to know about acting, you should be in class. You need to practice to stay in shape. I've had actors say, no thanks, I've done my training. Well, in my opinion, you're never done training. There's always room for growth or at least the need for maintenance. If you were a dancer or a musician, you'd be practicing every day during your career. Being an actor is no different. I've also had actors say, ah, the business is slow, so I'm not going to study right now. (laughs) That one always kills me. Uh, That's not in the book either. Um, Back to the book. It's when it is slow that you need to be working out regularly in class. So when auditions pick up, you're tuned up and ready to go. I have actors come to me for coaching for an audition, and I can tell they're rusty. I ask if they're in class. Usually the answer is no. Well, the one hour that I have with them is just not enough to get them back in shape after their six months of not working out. And I think that is a shame. They now have an opportunity to shine, and they're not up to it. You must get ready and stay ready. Number three, patience is a virtue you will need as an actor. It can be a slow, long haul. 
from learning your craft to getting an agent to getting auditions to working as a professional actor. It can be very frustrating to work so hard learning your craft, investing a lot of money in training, working at jobs you don't like to pay for that training, waiting for what seems like forever before you get any chances at all. Unlike, uh, understand that um, there are very few overnight successes, except that it might be a long haul. Have patience and enjoy the process. You will have a better perspective, a healthier attitude, and probably more success. And finally, number four, persistence is the staying power you need. For a few, and I mean a few lucky or chosen ones, roles come quickly and easily. For the rest of us, the majority of actors, it takes time, energy, and the ability to stick with it. It takes looking for an agent until you find one, knocking on those casting director doors until they see you. Bruce, feeling rejected over and over and still being able to audition enthusiastically for the next job, continually showing up until someone notices and gives you a chance. Some actors put a time limit on their goals. They say, I'm giving it two years. If I'm not working by then, forget it. Well, I say, why don't you forget it right now? This is someone who is only interested in the product and not the process. Many actors average at least 10 years in this business before they even begin to get anywhere. Overnight sensations have usually been at it a lot longer than overnight. It's just that no one noticed. Be persistent, passionate, persevere, and have patience, and you will get your turn. That's my reading for the day from my book. I really think it's important to, to, to stay sharp. It's also a way to stay in class, stay working out, keep working at things. Uh, it's a way to build confidence, not to mention continually stretching and reminding yourself about what works about you and always having the confidence and hopefully building some self-esteem, which we'll discuss later. Uh, if anybody else wants to call in, there's still some time. The call-in number is 1-845-277-9218. Um, yeah. Um, so kind of tying it all together from the beginning of this little rant of mine uh, to now, it's really important to be your unique self. In your performing, find out where you fit and get comfortable in your own skin. You need to yourself, trust your choices or don't do those. Don't concentrate on or focus too heavily on what doesn't work about you, what your liabilities are. The only time you need to focus on those things is when you're well away from potentially working, auditioning, or performing. When you're truly in class, then you can kind of work on those things. You shouldn't be in class to be the best one. 
<laughs> Why be in class to do that? Be in class to try things. Be in class to work on some of those liabilities you probably all think you have. And you might find out you don't have as many as you thought you had to begin with, which then would give you some more confidence. Yeah. Um, you have to have an understanding, which is why I teach what I teach. I teach audition technique for film and TV. You have to understand the process and the logistics of auditioning. And I'm actually going to cover that in the next episode, taking charge of your auditions and the room, if we can get back into one. Um, always talk yourself up, not down. <laughs> it seems like a simple rule, but I just needed to say that. Talk yourself up, not down. Um, the hard part, I always say this to all of my students, the hard part of this business is staying positive through those periods of lots of auditions and no jobs. Uh, here's a little tip, too. Do not call them rejections. Don't call them rejections. Just say you didn't book that one and that it's their loss, not yours. But if you call it rejection, you'll believe that. And I don't want you to believe that. You also need a really thick skin anyway in this business. You just have to start uh, getting used to rejection. It doesn't kill anybody. It just hurts for a little while. <laughs> but the the least you less you think of it as a rejection, the quicker you'll recover. And think of it as their loss. And then get ready for the next one. Um, another thing you can do is actually just stop thinking so much about all of it. Just get to work. The tendency, if you think too much about it, is then you start making stuff up. Try to figure out why you didn't get that job. And then you're just down the rabbit hole of, I'm not worthy. I'm no good. I can't do this. This is why I didn't get the job. Or I need to change my hair. It was my hair. It's the wrong color. I'm too tall. I'm too short. I'm too fat. I'm too thin. I'm fat. I work. Um, sorry. Don't get me started. I get myself started. I don't even need anybody else to get me started. Um, yeah, you will start to believe stuff that you make up. And it's really, really important. If you're going to make stuff up, make up really good stuff. Make up that they made a terrible mistake not hiring you. You, know? <laughs> you make up your own story anyway, so make up a good one. Yeah? Um, if you go down that rabbit hole of trying to figure things out or think too much, you will start to doubt yourself for sure. You'll find all kinds of things to pick about yourself. Yeah. Um, and you certainly don't want to go to your next audition carrying a bunch of stuff that you've made up that is not helping you, not supporting you, and, and, and not making you very happy about even being in the process that apparently you're in because you're passionate about and you love doing it. Uh, 
as I said earlier, the hardest time is not working, not auditioning, and maintaining that belief in yourself. And also think that beyond even just believing in yourself, you should study lots of different acting techniques. Study them all. I'm a, I'm a big believer in getting around to everything. Ultimately, put your own technique together. Figure out from working on all of these other classes and, and learning these other techniques, pick all of the little things from each and every one of those techniques that work for you. I've also had students come to me who have stuck to one usually very theatrical kind of technique and they are so paralyzed by this technique and trying to use the technique every time they work. They literally can barely talk. I've seen it in my own classes. I'm like, what are you trying to do? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about what my life before was like and what what um i i'm what what the general characteristics of the character I'm like, oh my god, stop <laughs> uh th- that technique is is homework stuff it's not to be used when you're acting. you just need yourself, particularly for film. this is how it goes, guys. Film is you in this unique situation now. And any technique you've ascribed to should be the homework to get you there. And you don't want to be doing the homework as your performance. The homework is the homework. You can use whatever technique works for you. But you need to also really be careful. Here I go. You need to be careful about... um, which techniques you're subscribing to and understand which ones make you be more of you the easiest. And there are a lot of ways to get to the same place. Uh, I know a lot of very good teachers who all teach differently, but ultimately the same goal is theirs. And it doesn't matter which part of what technique you use, as long as it really works for you and is making your job easier, not harder. I think that's a clue. If if your job is suddenly getting to be really painful and hard to execute because you're trying to follow one specific technique, that might be a warning sign that maybe that's not all what you need to do. Um, when it feels right and feels good, uh, you should come up with your own technique based on having actually experienced some techniques. If you're going to take classes, you need to be willing to absorb whatever those lessons are to see if it works for you or not. But then, and this is all about the performing, but then Take what works and reject the rest. And everyone's unique. 
as I said in the beginning. And whatever works for you uniquely works for you. Another little tip. I I know people are probably going to get emails about this. Um, Don't listen to other actors. Just don't. Listen to people who are explaining technique processes and you decide for yourself what works for you and then test it out. And if it helps you get closer to work, great, keep doing that. If it gets in the way of you getting work, Stop doing that. It's simple. It's not that hard. Uh, But trying to hear someone else tell you what works for them and then you think that's what you should do because that works for them is not the way to go. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong. It's just that that's that's what works for them, not necessarily for you. So even if you are listening to other people, um, again, take whatever they say, try it. If it doesn't fit you, you don't have to do it. And just because they may be booking a couple more jobs than you are, it doesn't mean that they know what you should do. I, as a teacher, don't even know really what people should do to get a job. I tell my students, I don't know how to get a job. I only know how to teach skill and craft and technique. And then it's up to you <laughs> and and lady luck or, you know, whoever is in charge to figure out how to get you to get work. Um, I learned very early on in my teaching that um, the people I thought really didn't have a chance are the people who wound up with series honest to God, <laughs> the people that I wished could find something else to do with their lives because they were so unique and different and very unusual and just didn't seem to fit, you know, the current mold of the day. Um, no, they were the ones who wound up with series because they were unique. They were who they really were. They they were bringing their own style, their own personality, their own qualities to whatever they were doing. They couldn't help it. <laughs> and those were the people who had series. So I stopped even voting. Um, if someone's willing to engage in the process, I'm happy to have them. Um, <laughs> uh, I That's... Oh... Uh, is there a question coming? Uh, oh, well, that's an interesting question. Um, what does taking charge each day look like? Um, here's what I've always done in my career. By the end of a day in this business, I quit. I quit. I give it up. I go through what Gavi's question went through at the beginning of this program. I go through that and then I quit. And then when I wake up in the morning, I sign up again. (laughs) And taking charge looks like, one, making sure that any given day your financial security is handled however that needs to go. We don't have offices to go to usually, but 
our environment is our office. And sign up for classes. Be, be smart. I'll cover this um, later uh, in another episode probably. But um, take classes that are going to further your chances of getting a job. Uh, unless you're auditioning four or five times every month, I would say that's probably not too bad. People do more. Some people do less. Four or five auditions a month. If you're not doing that, because then you're kind of working out on, on the job, um, then you need to be in a class that's headed towards getting you into the audition stream, getting the right agents, and actually getting closer to booking some jobs. If you've handled all that and you're auditioning that many times a week, do you want to take a Shakespeare course? Take Shakespeare. But if you're taking Shakespeare and you don't have an agent yet, I don't know if that's the best way to spend your day. Uh, not, It's a great course, but there's not a lot of Shakespeare that they're casting these days. So when you've handled your audition technique and all of the other areas, you need to have your wardrobe in shape for whatever types of auditions you're doing, have it maintenanced and ready to go because everything happens at the last minute. Uh, I'm talking about taking charge of, of your everyday life in this business now as a performer, having your wardrobe in shape, um, staying in touch with, not being a pain in the ass, but staying in touch with the people who can further your experience in this business, looking for student films, looking for uh, connection with your agent and um, uh, anything else. Do some cold reading, do some exercises every day vocally. I'm a big fan of voice and movement for actors, even though, uh, it's film, and it's pretty subtle. Uh, still, you need your whole body with you. Um, uh, so uh, every day should have some element, and you have to be kind of self-disciplined about that, because uh, except when you sign up for class, then you have a little help, because <laughs> you know you have to produce some results for class. So you do some work on whatever the scenes are or whatever. Um, but there are other ways you need to stay in shape somehow. Um, I make my students sing because who knows? Sometimes they ask you to sing. Um, there's lots of ways to stay well-rounded and stay in shape and ready to go. Auditions are coming in last minute now. It's all self-tape. You have to have a crew behind you, uh, people who can fill in as readers and, and shoot the audition for you. And um, so uh, that's what every day should look like. And um, not just being a waiter. Sorry, guys. But not just being a waiter, working until 11, 12 at night. And then, but it wasn't COVID, hanging around for a couple of drinks and then sleeping most of the next day away while you recover and then you have to go back to work. That's really not pursuing an acting career. I'm sorry. 
It's just not. <clears throat> we have to work twice as hard as anybody else. That's the name of the game. I used to take my change of clothes to my job with me and arrange all my auditions for lunchtime, run into the bathroom at whatever office I was working in, change my clothes, run out to the audition, and then have to get back to work. Um, we just have to do double duty. That's how that goes. Um, uh, nothing wrong with being a waiter. It's good money. Uh, but you also have to take care of yourself, be a little more disciplined, and put some of those hours of the day into your craft. That's the answer. That's my answer anyway. Um, how should we work out outside of class? I'm not sure what that means. How should we work out outside of class? Mm-hmm. Oh, exercises or daily ideas, tasks to do that can be part of your process. Yeah, um, whatever technique you're studying, whatever classes you're in, probably have some uh, exercises. Do them. If you're not really good at cold read, cold read on your own. Don't wait till class and then continually stuck at it. Work on it on your own. I said, exercise on a regular basis, stay physically mobile and um, functioning and um, uh, vocal exercises or relaxation. There's all kinds of exercises and every technique I know has their own set of exercises. Um, If you're studying with me, you should be following your feelings and, and staying away from material and learning lines so well you could say them in your sleep um, and putting that kind of time and energy into uh, any auditions you get or any jobs you're working on. Um, as far as tasks, look to see if there aren't some student films you can apply for. If you have any time at all, it's one way to practice auditioning uh, that isn't mainstream, that isn't going to cost you a big job if you mess it up. It's also a way of giving back. It's also a way of helping some students who know maybe even less than you do, uh, helping them make their projects. And uh, I still occasionally do that myself. Uh, And some of that work has been some of the most rewarding. Uh, Some of the mainstream stuff is great money and not the most exciting skill-wise or craft-wise or uh, interesting role-wise. Some of my most fun and and some awards even have come more from independence and, you know, uh, student films or, or whatever that I've done. Uh, you can be very busy every day. Uh, I have so many announcements to wrap this up. And gosh, how the time flies, huh? Um, Well, I think it's flown. Maybe I bored you, but I had a good time. Um, uh, I want to thank Colin, first of all, my producer and engineer, and Nicole Edwards, my marketing guru. Um, Thank you for all your feedback, by the way. (laughs) I'm so sorry I gave her all these pictures. There's more to come. Um, and Francoise Robertson did my intro today. 
Carl Craig uh, has written me that lovely little piece of music as an intro. And I want to thank you for listening, either now or later. And until next time, we will be back in four weeks. Live call in uh, Saturday, April 24th will be episode five, Take Charge, part two. Um, That one will be about audition prep and self-taping and cross your fingers, hopefully someday getting back in a room. Um, You can follow us, please, on Facebook, Instagram, at LD Don't Get Me Started, Apple Podcasts, and Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Please, if you would like to leave a comment on my Blog Talk Radio page, it's looking rather barren. It would be awesome if you just said something, even if, you know, the show sucks. Say something. Um, I, I, you know, really, it needs some comments on it. I don't want to have to start leaving my own. Okay. As I said earlier, my book, Audition Craft for Film and TV, is available um, on lindadarlow.com. There's a link to the publisher. And um, this is me signing off. I'm Linda Darlow. And I would love it if you would take charge of your acting, your auditions, your career, and your life. But don't get me started. Hi, I'm Francoise Robertson, and this is Don't Get Me Started. A-